0: Listeners of fine scientific content. Welcome to the anniversary of the first ever Science Shed. Um, This is the uh, audio version of um, what we made uh, as a video uh, podcast. So I'd recommend if possible that you go and look at it on YouTube because we shot a little video, a little intro, which is a bit silly and quite embarrassing. So if you want to see us make idiots of ourselves, please go on to YouTube. I'll put the link in the description below. However, if you just want to listen to it, I'm going to put it on after this. So hopefully you'll enjoy it. Um, And we'll speak to you soon. Bye The first ever science ship. It was born a year ago today. I remember it well. Apparently <laughs> the they've got molecular acid for blood. It's ridiculous. Can't possibly be true.
1: I think it can be true. We should we should talk about these sorts of things more. Maybe do like a podcast or something. You
2: think anyone would be interested? Yeah, I think they would. Yeah, right. we should talk about that. This is disgusting. Isn't it? <laughs> one bar, one right. <coughs> yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> Right. Jeez, oh, Christ. That hurt, man. Oh. How you feel, this?
1: Oh, I feel a bit rough, but a bit better.
0: Should we go find that little guy? Yeah, come on then. I was horrible. Yeah, you're feeling better. Yeah. Yeah, yeah much better. It um, can take it out of you sometimes, can't it? When you ooh, give birth to a science shed. Absolutely, yeah. Although that was a year ago. It was a year ago. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: shit. <laughs> 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 but look, we're in a shed. Uh I know, I know. It's but, like we re- we were actually reliving what happened. So we exactly. we first the sheds. We we dug out our old T shirts. We did from a so year this ago. This is the one that the alien broke
0: out of. And Steve's yeah. got his blood spot. It, it healed really well, to be honest, didn't it?
1: Yeah, it did. It's because of my special um, healing bio- biomaterials. That's
0: right, because you've got an, ex- an expert in tissue engineering. I'm
1: working with a particular biomaterial in tissue healing. So yeah, there we go. That's what I rubbed on there. So, so patent protected. So almost. people
0: that are listening to the the audio version of this podcast should go to YouTube because um, they won't know what we're talking about. So this really, you should watch this on YouTube if you can. Oh yeah.
1: So those of you listening as a usual podcast. Um, you won't. You may not have seen that there was a little. We had a little um, event mm. um, last year where we we had a an interesting introduction. Yeah, how it was born. Um, so do go and have a look at that, and then this will all make sense.
0: Yeah. Otherwise, it just looks even more rambles than <laughs> we normally have. But um, but here we are in a shed. Yeah. You know, with uh, the. We're, all, Steve, we're always in a shed. Oh, sorry. Of course. We're here we are. Always in the in shed. The shed. The shed. <laughs> Um, and we're ready, and we're going to do a bit of kind of the. F- it's the Science shed's first birthday,
1: Nick. First birthday, so a year ago, or to the day the Science yeah. shed was born. Like then we we we're, we were surrounded by shed paraphernalia. There's yeah. like a load of garden forks to my right. There's a lawnmower. There's an old bike, dilapidated bike.
0: Yeah, some old uh, golf clubs and things.
1: Yeah, there's a the the dismembered body of an ex-girlfriend that's oh, just yeah. popped over yeah, there in the we corner. Kept, we Took her out of shot though so you won't be able to we see we did that. we preserved her first yeah. okay. so there's no smell in yeah, here it seems good. and there's some other bits and pieces um i keep all of my old um plastic attachments so they don't understand in here as well <laughs> um, when you buy
0: anything from uh, like Argos anything, or anything yeah. from a hardware store. any
1: unidentified object gets gets sequestered in the shed right um so so yeah we're ready to have a bit of a podcast
0: in the shed today steve well should we, we get on and do some science yeah let's
1: go Well, oh, so um, that, that whole alien thing, you know, the yeah. chest bursting thing. We've had a little chat about alien before, haven't we? Have.
0: We have. We, yeah, we spoke about molecular acid. If we did, remember. which they've got for blood. Yeah, allegedly, which isn't a real thing. Do you reckon the whole parasite thing is like, do you reckon that would work? You mean like the kind of face hugger and the, the eggs and that yeah, kind of Yeah, there's kind of like two things,
1: isn't there? There's like a, like a larva type yeah. thing, like a sort of intermediate life cycle thing.
0: So, I'm just talking about the
1: original alien universe right. now. So, I'm yeah. not going to overcomplicate that's it. That's the canon. Yeah. Going into the new
0: ridiculous genetic I, I haven't even seen that one yet, but carry on.
2: Um,
1: yeah, you're not missing that much. <laughs> but anyway, so um, they've got this kind of larval stage that yeah. lays an egg in the mouth of a person. That's right, yeah. It's right. Like a face hugger. Yeah, that's one thing. That pops out and it's like a. Some kind of other
0: alien thing that pops out. with like a kind of little white version of the big alien, the big xenomorph, isn't it?
1: No, not the one that. Oh, uh, you mean talking about the lava?
0: The the lava that pop that pops out of John Hurt's chest.
1: Oh, it's a little fella, but it turns into a normal alien. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Eventually, It's just in. a
0: kind of a juvenile. Form.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and the big queen lays yeah. all the eggs. So there's yeah. some kind of like sort of societal thing going on there right like yeah. some kind of colony based like in an ant colony or something
0: or um naked mole rats they also have female dominated do they really yeah they do yeah in fact so yeah they've got like they have one queen that suppresses all of the um other females so that they don't go through puberty
1: oh wow so it's kind of like a sort of alpha
0: female yeah exactly oh right okay. a bit like cool. the aliens and yeah they also got the weird teeth thing maybe there's a naked mole rat inside the middle of the xenomorph maybe that's it that'd be weird so the other thing about it is right. Parasites had some technical difficulties there again. That's this will be our third video where we've had to cut because because I, I messed up with the camera. <laughs> it's but not It's not you it's messing totally, up though. It's totally like, my fault. Is it? All right, fair well, enough. It's your fault, Steve. Well, all right. You, so you we're said. talking about we're talking about aliens. Yeah. So the other in thing, the is lungs. I was thinking
1: about parasites. Yeah. And whether that, I was thinking about parasites that do weird things. It's just yeah. a general interesting story, isn't it? The idea of parasites.
0: Yeah. Yeah. There's that, there's that. Um, uh, there's that ant, isn't there, that gets that infection that makes. I was going to talk to you about that. Ah, right, yeah, yeah, no. If tef- I totally just just no, no, stolen no, your definitely thunder? not. I no. don't know much about it, but other than it turns, it's like a little zombie ant.
1: Well, it, I, re- I read a little bit about it. It's called
0: it's uh, a It's called, a, uh, is right. called or fro- Fromina.
2: Um,
1: yeah. So it's a parasite <laughs> that um, it's a fungus. Uh-huh. So um, it basically somehow infects a type of ant, carpenter ant. Right. In, in like, um, hot places. <coughs> in hot places? <laughs> That's my technical <laughs> knowledge of where it's habitat is. I think it's in, like, the tropical rainforest and things right, like okay. that. Anyway, so it infects the ant. And for some reason, which is not understood yeah. as far as I could work out, the ants walk up
0: the tree, yeah. away from the foliage on the floor. So it's just, they would just get infected. Like There's, they no, there's infected. no special, there's no face huggers or anything. They just, they're just infected like you would get any you, other kind of li- fungal the, infection, The spore
1: basically. is inside the, inside the ant, so right. um, it's infected the inside of the ant. So, so it has into to eat the, it or something. Or exactly. Yeah. And it goes inside, and it, if it somehow makes the ant want to walk up to a tree, onto a leaf, bite down really hard on a leaf, and then die. And basically, the fungus will then grow out of the ant. It Doesn't grow out of its head. Grows out of the ant's head. Ew. On the and basically, it's thought that this is how this has evolved because, like the um, the fungus gets an adva- a competitive advantage. Like, so it's an evolution in action.
0: So the idea is, it goes high, or what's the point of the leaf? Is it just that you spread the spungal foot? Spread the, the, spores, the spores. Yeah, spread wider distance. Yeah. So um, a
1: competitive advantage being up there. Right. So the the and and also it gets to feed off the ant. So it gets a sort of source of feed. But food. that doesn't that doesn't suggest why the ant will climb the tree. No. So yeah. uh, no. And it's a very interesting, confused picture. You
0: know, <laughs> with those things, within you get these kind of quirks of evolution. Like what is one of my frustrations with like the kind of downside of kind of Darwinian evolution is that anything that happens obviously happens that way because it's been J- J- Darwinianly selected for. So you can just explain everything. Like there's no like you could if you, if we found something that I don't know like a like an, an ant that made a little pal- pa- like a parasite and then like flew you just say oh well, it's got some competitive advantage like this it's just some of it so nuts that you get this zombie ant that climbs a tree and you have no idea how it works it's totally weird do you want to hear another really weird one that I've on there
1: about? so you've heard of toxoplasmosis yes why have you heard about toxoplasmosis
0: uh, isn't that what um, Tommy dies from that's in how everyone <laughs> knows what
1: Tommy <laughs> that's it. everyone is aware of toxoplasmosis purely because it was in Train Spotting. yeah what was it pneumonia no toxoplasmosis so like a stroke yeah. so the idea was tommy th- is uh, it tommy have i made that tommy up? Is yeah. It, am I right? Oh yeah, God, yeah 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 tommy that's good, uh, he's the blonde-headed one who's like um yeah he's um having um fun times yeah. with his lady friend and he's watching what he thinks is a sexy video of them both and it right. turns out to be archie gemmell scoring the w- scoring a, a goal <laughs> against holland in the world <laughs> cup in in 1978 i think, or yeah. 74. Anyway, he gets it because he gets he, he's on he's a smack addict mm. and there's loads of cats coming around pooing in his house and he because he's got he gets AIDS from needles, his immune system goes down. So basically that makes you vulnerable. You right. wouldn't normally get toxoplasmosis if you're a human unless your immune system's wiped out. Is, is, yeah, anyway, but the,
2: toxoplasmosis is
1: insane. <laughs> right? Then. So it's got this weird um it's a parasite. Um and essentially it's got a life cycle whereby it has a cat and a rat interaction. So it's got two hosts. Okay. A cat and a rat.
0: Okay. Right. Okay. So um let me get this right. Wait. Okay. Wait. 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 So so you're saying it requires both of these hosts, or it, it can infect either host? Is that what you're saying?
1: It, it can infect both, but it needs a cat to reproduce and to pass on it. But rats, it's okay. So rats ra- it
0: infects. Ra-
1: infects rats. It but uses rats like a vector. Yeah. A lot of a lot of um. Animals work like this, like um, uh, uh, malaria, for instance. Right. It's got um, two different um, hosts. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Okay. So um, malaria uh, infects, infects people, but it also infects fleas, doesn't it? Right. So you get bitten, not fleas, sorry, mosquitoes. So mosquitoes carry it, they inject into humans, it grows a lot, and okay. then subsequently mosquitoes feed off the people. Yeah, yeah, That, yep, that yep, distributes yep. it. So the, the mosquitoes kind of like a vector. So it right. carries Get it yet. around.
0: I understand. Okay, that makes
1: sense. So um, uh, I perhaps should have <laughs> researched this a bit better, but it's, just in, it's interesting for the principle because basically it infects a rat, the toxoplasmosis. Yeah. And rats have this reward system in part of the brain called the amygdala. Mm-hmm. And usually when they see a nice female rat, or a, it's, a, it's a rodent, so it can be a, a yeah. mouse or rat, it sees a female um, rat mm. and it will want to go towards it. Right. Okay. So that's just a natural inclination of rat. Of do. the rat. This is not
0: this is prior the to being infected. The
1: toxoplasmosis, primary host is the cat, right? Yeah. So rats eat cat or mess around with cat mess. Yeah. or feline mess. So and and basically um get infected with it. It infects their amygdala and it lowers their chance of being um frightened. Right? So they well, lose so they their more fear. Risks. They start flirting with cats. So they hang around, right? They run out in front of cats. Cats love it they they kill
0: the rat and they eat it oh so Cause the cause rats lost its inhibitions so the rat loses its inhibition that means from the point of view of the of the um the parasite it's going to get it's going to get eaten and therefore yeah, yeah. Sp- spread reproduce more. exactly it's nuts, it, it, it is totally crazy i found it very difficult to believe but does it's... that mean that like, there might be some under, underlying like parasitic infection we've all got no idea about maybe it's what <laughs> fidget spinners are so popular <laughs>
1: i've got a video of
0: it so um right.
1: i'm going to show you steve right now here we go
0: So, <laughs> I've got a couple of points on that. That's really. Silly. Did you
1: like the heavy metal music? I like that. Oh, yeah. that's my favourite bit. That's, they could have put Rush <laughs> over. Should we recut it with Rush? No, it's <laughs> funnier with it. It's so ridiculous.
0: Um, so I've so one. How do they know about the amygdala? Are they was in, like rats in uh, little? You can do an MRI, yeah. On a rat with so and also how do they know that that? So that rat looked to me; it was pretty much game over for him. He was end game. Yeah, end I game felt a bit rat.
1: sorry for the rat. But like He's taking unnecessary risks because his amygdala was been co opted by some toxoplasmosis um, parasites.
0: But, but, uh, but how do they know that there wasn't just like a ballsy rat? It was just well, like, uh, you know what I would. You know, if you can do a control study and show it works, <laughs> then you
1: just use it as supplementary data. Nah. Do you know what I
0: mean? <laughs> You're <laughs> always so about the big headlines, aren't you? That's your trouble. <laughs> I want to know the details of the minutia. Anyway, that made me laugh.
1: Man. That's really there's lo- But there's loads of other examples of, of um, this kind of co-opting. Yeah. co-opting. there were zombie spiders as well as ants. That's there weird. were hair worms. Um, so they, like, infect, hair they, infe- worm? they infect they They infect crickets. Uh-huh. So I, I can't remember what the Latin name is. Oh, Here we go. Here we go.
0: These are these are nick's nick's notes here. Yeah,
1: I can't. Uh, I, didn't, I haven't got the last name of the hairworm, but anyway, yeah. goes into crickets. Yeah. makes them jump into a pond, where they can reproduce. It's nuts, isn't this it? This is, a, is a, and and another one, another example but is I, the brainworm. Brainworm. Wor- brain yeah, but they make ants bite leaves, right? You know, like the other the other one, they bite the leaves so that the fungus can yeah, grow yeah, up yeah. on the top. These ones bite the leaves specifically, so they're associated with leaves that particular ruminants eat. So they can infect ruminants, right? Okay. So it gives
0: them an advantage to infect ruminants. So the thing is, I think we probably should clarify. This, is like it doesn't, like, there's no kind of active decision-making process going on here with like the fungal infection. It's just it's a it's a weird quirk that's allowed it to be selected for, right? So there's no like, so 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 I think what you might be thinking of saying they make them go up the tree is that there's like a, there's like remember Krang from Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the little brain that used to drive no. around? Okay, fair enough. No, <laughs>
1: but like there's are no... we talking the cartoon? Yeah, of course. Right. Teenage Mutant um, ge- Hero
0: Turtle. Well, there were Ninja Turtles in the US. Hero, there?
1: T- Hero, t- Hero t- 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 we, t- we changed it because it was
0: too, too violent for me, Steve. I don't want to was your favorite turtle?
1: Um, well, it's probably like Michelangelo, wasn't it? Wrong. You're Divi a scientist. One, the Divi one who eats the, uh, doesn't like anchovies.
0: That's Michelangelo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was like that dude.
1: No, he's the only one who had a character. Donatello does machines. All of the others were the, the same ah, turtle.
0: Rubbish. <laughs> rubbish. 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 <laughs> Uh, we can all agree that Leonardo was my the worst friend. My friend, he had a pet
1: frog that was a bit mangled. That was called Raphael. <laughs> His friends caught some r- frogs, yeah, in a pond, and he was the the, uh, the little brother one. So yeah. they gave him the mangled frog. Lovely. Yeah, it's called <laughs> Raphael. Anyway,
0: anyway, parasites. Interesting. Nick. Oh, hi, Steve. I've got a How Does It Work for You. Oh! <laughs> right. So, I'm going to quote your number. I want you to tell me what you think. So, here's, here's a patent made by... Uh, I found I came across this uh, patent. Right? Oh! Uh, That's a new one. Yeah. Uh, by a chemist, research chemist, by the name of William A. Mitchell. Bill Mitchell. Yeah, on the 12th of December. is he
1: from... any one of the...
0: From EastEnders? Billy Mitchell. It's like their little yeah, brother, no, it was, one of the yeah, Mitchell the kind of, it was like the kind of
2: the runt, run Mitchell. Yeah,
0: yeah. He didn't hang with his older yeah. brothers. Anyway, on the twelfth of December, oh, nineteen fifty-six, Billy. Billy Mitchell filed patent uh, number three million uh, twelve thousand eight hundred ninety-three. And do you know what that was? Say it again. It's it's the patent number three million twelve thousand eight hundred ninety-three, which was the US. Three ban.
1: million twelve thousand. Okay, so, so that was his just patent 3 number. Three o one two zero zero zero. Yeah. Three million twelve. That so, yeah. th- is the number significant? No, it's not. It's oh, I
0: thought bad. you said the number was significant. No. So he he uh, I was he, thinking he. Speed of light. No. No. Too So, slow. so he patented this. What's that? Ah! So I've got ah, here. Ah. I've got some popping candy in front <laughs> it of me. So hurts, I thought. Hurts. I, I thought. I thought. So I would. I want, so I thought we could. We could try some on on uh, on Can the I camera. Eat some? Yeah. Exactly. So it's going to be. We'll be able right. to hear it. Where did you get this from? I bought this from uh, a shop yesterday.
1: So have you have you researched the kind of background? I know how it candy? works. Right, so here we're going to try some oh, popping candy. It smells so good. I'm really hungry. Oh my mouth, <laughs> saliva's going. <Huh. laughs>
2: okay, so
0: this might be really annoying for everyone listening to this, but Nick uh, and I have popping candy in our mouths. Sen- maybe it
1: sensual. Uh, <laughs> sensual. You know, like that synesthesia
0: thing. Yeah. Oh, baba. so Nick, um, how mm. how does popping candy work? Oh my god. Is it good? It's just weird. <laughs>
1: Well, I don't know, but do you want me to have a guess? Have a guess. And will that spoil your party if
0: I guess? No, 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 have a guess. It's something you can think... see every day. It's been patented to be fair. It didn't make you much money at the time.
1: Do you remember when we were talking about you know those I can't remember what they're called now, Prince Rupert's
0: Oh Prince Rupert's drops. The, do you remember the glass. About it? Yeah.
1: And you drop them in water and the outside bit became very ordered and crystalline and the middle bit was sort of soft. So the outside bit was extremely hard in particular directions. Yeah. I'm wondering whether this may, might be similar to that. So, like, but do you think when it gets wet, there's some kind of tension that yeah. breaks and it kind of pops? So in you th- some but do you think
0: you're doing? I love so this. the question oh my is. Oh
1: god, I'm enjoying it. <laughs> oh, it smells so good as well, it's so lemony. <laughs> I got some, stro- oh, some straw. the strawberry yeah, on?
0: So the question is: is there is there is there a chemical oh, that reaction that's weird. going on in there?
2: <laughs> <laughs> I hear that. <laughs>
0: so, now come on, you got to think about some science now. Oh is my there, god! Is there? Well
1: oh my god! How about, what happened if he breathe this in? You're, you're fine. fine. Be bad. It's
0: just sugar. I will tell you that it's just sugar. There's no, there's nothing that's undergoing there. That you not there's no chemical no, reaction don't. that's happening so in the candy.
1: That's what I was thinking—is some kind of like tension, which makes it sort of pop. But how do you get like that popcorn?
0: All oh, right, so you think there's kind of some kind of elastic energy?
1: When, when, when you put it in your mouth, it gets wet, and that yeah. causes some elastic tension so, so you're theory. right but it's
0: stored in gas so basically all you do is you take sugar you heat it up till it bubbles and then yeah. you just put it in 40 atmospheres of pressure so you put it in a big like pressure vessel and you just What's let 40 it cool down mean? what well, means so 40 times atmospheric pressure so it's really so high what pressure. have i got
1: in my bike tires
0: you uh probably
1: my mountain bike tires is about 40 atmospheres no
0: 40 psi probably that's much slower it's way 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 higher than anything in your bike tire. oh really yeah um what do i what do you, what have i got in my bike tire then about probably about 40 psi 100 psi if you've got a road bike yeah what's roughly.
1: that in atmospheres though oh, i don't have to work
0: it <laughs> you'll just expect me to, you know, to to do but it's much lower it's kind of i don't know it's okay. like 1.2 it's atmospheres. really high then it's It'll be like 1.2 something okay. like that that will be on the order at all yeah no yeah
2: 1.2
0: something like that yeah well, I, well i'll fact check this we'll fact we'll check thing.
1: it here we go we're gonna bing, fact check bing, it bing, bing. So, yeah, 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 so, I, yeah, I yeah. Com- so there you go. I was completely
0: wrong, yeah. So, so well, you're not
1: completely wrong, it's like
0: 2 point something, wasn't Yeah, 40, 40 atmospheres is 2.7 um, atmospheres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 40 it's PSI. It's not 40 atmospheres like I was yeah. saying. That. So, but really what you're doing, so, so what happens there is you just compress the press the gas and then the, the liquid cools down that you're hearing now talk about. And then what happens is when it goes in your mouth, it just dissolves the sugar until you get the, to the gas pocket. And then when it pops, it's actually gas. There's no kind of, there's not anything, there's not something, it's not like you're evolving carbon dioxide or anything. It's just sugar with little pockets of gas in that are just formed under high pressure.
1: So the gas in this sugar is under extremely high pressure. Yeah, that's why it pops.
0: So just yeah, like when energy. you when you pop a champagne cork, the reason it, it pops is because there's there's loads of gas. To
1: how th- did he find that out? I wonder how he found it well, out. As a
0: chemist, they just stick about with sugar. Really. He must
1: have had an insight there. He must have been sitting there one day thinking.
0: He didn't actually make much money of it, actually, because because they they said there was no kind of application. Well, and you, but you,
1: to be honest with you, despite the fact that yeah, we're having a bit of fun today, bit. I yeah. mean,
0: how often do you have popping candy? But it's really cheap to make. Basically, it's 15 grams of sugar in here, and they charged me like two quid for it.
1: You paid two pound, yeah. pound each for this. Yeah, that's us psychom. You were robbed. Yeah. Is that because we're in the shed in a different part of the country? Exactly. Maybe.
2: Mm.
0: Um, but yeah, so that's so popping candy.
1: Oh yeah, that's uh, right. well, I've got all in my mouth. Out, so. <laughs> well, very nice, mm, delicious.
0: Cheers. Happy birthday, Steve. Happy birthday, Nick.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's the twelfth of June. Twelfth of June, two thousand and seventeen. A see. year since the science shed was the first first published to the it world is,
1: it is it's it's been Do you know um, what's
0: kind of traditional on uh, birthdays we have a cake we have cake and also a gift nick i've got you a gift no i have I've Where got is you it? a gift this is just in my bag i'm about to go but i would have wrapped it up but i didn't can be asked i didn't think you had a gift for <laughs> me I've got a gift
1: for oh, oh me. i've not got you yeah. anything it's i've got you some things to look yeah. at but you can't have
0: it uh, so i've got a gift for nick here what's this to celebrate our first uh anniversary. oh
1: my god it's a Science Shed t-shirt, for those of you who can't see on the camera. I'm just going to hold it up Yeah. For people who are looking on the camera. Oh, God, what we I doing? This looks like high quality. Is this Fruit of the Loom, Steve? It is Fruit of the Loom. It's yeah. not, it is, is it? Do Loom. they still
0: do Fruit of the Loom? Look, look, Fruit of the Loom.
1: <laughs> what is Fruit of the Loom? They seem to have been around for ages, but seem to yeah. just do t-shirts. Yeah, well, there you go. It's amazing. I'll so... put it on in a bit. I'm not going to show everyone my expansive gut at the moment, but... Pop that on in a bit. Yeah, yeah. thanks, Steve.
0: That's all right. So we're going to make t-shirts available to people. We we can do that now because I've set them up. Do you think we can have them market? <laughs> do, do you know what? you got to start somewhere? Amazon had their first uh, <laughs> customer too. So it's going to be like when I don't know when
1: video recorders came out and they cost like the equivalent of <laughs> twenty thousand pounds. <laughs> so people are loving to buy a t-shirt and it will cost a huge yeah. amount of money just because no not, one can no, buy it. It's not.
0: It's not that. Not that expensive. Oh, thanks, Steve. Right. I've got nothing for you. Yeah, well, oh, I do have some
1: surprising. things. I've got some science related things. Oh, really? Do you want to have a little sort of show and tell? Let's do it.
0: Show <laughs> and tell on the Science Shed. Well, it's good brought for the video.
1: I just brought some little things from the lab to show you and see whether you could sort of guess what they are. All right, let's do it. I have to be careful with this. This doesn't actually belong to me. It's kindly lent by Janusz Kansler, who's a Thanks, colleague of mine in the lab. A friend, who, friend, of the, friend of the Science Shed. Who has a load of these interesting things. So, Can you guess what these, these things are? So very careful. Handle it very, very carefully indeed.
0: And there's another one there. Okay, so what I'm looking at here is Do a very kind of take this one too. Yeah. Okay. They they're, they're different for a reason. So I'm looking at here. They kind of look like a very thin su- cross section of bone to me. Oh, you're too clever. Steve? Is that what they are? Yeah. Ah. I was hoping you might say it's something else. Um, it kind of looks. It kind of. The, my first instinct is it kind of. So I'm looking at this kind of thing. It looks a bit like white plastic, and it's kind of look. It's lots of kind of crisscross. Patterns on it, but kind of looks like if you cut through, like I don't know, packing material. But it's quite light and it's very white. Also, looks a little bit like a three D printed thing. But I guess it's um, you can three D print um, something very similar. So it just looks like a like a cross section of bone. Yeah.
1: Can you see any differences between the two?
0: Yeah. So I so this one, the first one you've given me here, seems to be a lot. The seems to be a lot bigger holes. Yeah. Um, on the so I presume that that might be a different part of the different bone. It's not or actually. You could have disease.
1: Yeah. Do you know what disease it is? Is it osteoporosis?
0: Yeah. Yeah. That? yeah. So what? F- easy. I don't know it why it's yeah. you, you should be. Won't. It's extremely
1: easy. <laughs> um. But yeah. So. Okay. So
0: that's really cool. So the one on the bottom here is basically it's for taken from the same. What bone did it come from? Do you know?
1: It's from the uh, femur, I believe. From the femur. And so, yeah. so,
0: so the fact that the holes are bigger means that it's more brittle. Is that what it means?
1: Exactly. So people who have osteoporosis. So in your at the top of your bones, right, yeah. in your femur, you your bones are big, and you don't want them to be too heavy, yeah. but you want them to be strong. So, in the top of some... So, most of your bones are hollow. Yeah. You've got a shaft, a hollow shaft, yeah. so it's the, that makes them lighter. The top of your femurs actually has to be quite wide because of the biomechanics of it where it plugs into your hip. Yeah. Um, and... In that region, if it was solid, it it's would be really extreme. Light. If it, it's yeah, really it's a light. small piece. I know, but it's. It's also really dry as well it's dry weight. Right. But at the at the top of your um your femur, if if that was all solid, it'd be too heavy. Right. To Screwed. So you form these things called um,
0: uh, trabeculi. The next thing on the show and tell. I'm excited about this. What are we getting? Uh,
1: okay. Right. It's in my crappy little box. So this stuff. He brought
0: is. a lot. We've yeah. written on the side, so really I won't really know, look so what it don't says. not read it. Yeah. Okay, so Nick's hand me another tube here, it kind of looks like
1: stick your finger in have a little squash of it. See what you think of that.
0: Can I squish it? Okay, so it's a kind of it's a kind of um kind of a liquid with like what looks like kind of it feel gel- like? jelly in.
1: Sort of jellyfied, isn't it? It's it's a, weird.
0: It kind of feels like if you put your finger in a a tube that was half filled with like a wine gum and half filled with water. That's what oh, yeah. it feels like. Do you I've, know what it is? I've got no idea what that is. You, Nick? you can read it on it if you want. You can read what it, it says. It says alginate. Oh, so it's just. It's Do you know what just, alginate is? Um, it's. I don't know what alginate is. No, what is it's it? It's
1: like a kind of a polysaccharide, a plant polysaccharide, like when I say polysaccharide, like starch or yeah. something. But it's not quite like starch.
0: It's actually what is found in seaweed, kelp. Yeah, that's what they use. People like f- fancy, fancy restaurants use alginate to kind of set gels. Do they really? Yeah, 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 I didn't yeah. know that. Not yes. gelatin. No, no, no. So in fact, if you want to get, so, um, you can use alginates to get kind of um, those kind of really nice kind of, uh, what are they call them? spherilized olives and all that kind of stuff is where they use alginates for. what? Yeah, there's people that like kind of make gels of like olive flavoured things. to oh. look like an olive, but it's... N- but oh, that's it's... quite odd, isn't it? Yeah, but <laughs> <laughs> they use they the... Those... space food. So, so why is it, why is there like half of it like, like a wine gum, like all hard and half of it jelly? Because what aged? happens
1: is it's a liquid. The alginate, it usually forms a liquid.
0: Yeah. And
1: basically, when you add um, um, what something called a divalent cation, <laughs> calcium, calcium chloride, yeah. calcium. When you add some calcium to it, it it does something called um, uh, it collates. So the the material collates with the calcium, and it forms a solid material. Yeah. So it makes all the chains kind of tangle up with each other, so yeah. line up, and form a different structure. So and that's so when it becomes so when they do, when, they, a use solid when they use it in material. fancy
0: foods, they they do. Um, uh, they use calcium, um, oh, God, um, mm. uh, <laughs> it's dense, uh, yeah. a citrate. Calcium C- citrate, That's what yeah. they use. And then they d- they dump it in and, it, and what it does is it just where it makes contact, it forms a hard gel bit, but the middle bit stays liquid. Absolutely.
1: So we've, yeah. you can do that too. So one of the things that you can do with it, because it's very biocompatible, it's not toxic, um, you can put cells in. So one of the ideas is you can take some, if you want to make a little piece of tissue, yeah. you know, a little piece of liver, yeah yeah piece of i don't know cartilage that's you really mix cool. up some stem cells in it and then you pop them in a in a dish or a bioreactor the cells will grow and they kind of use this as a template to form a 3d lump of stuff so this is an actual sort of biomaterial that people are trying to develop it's similar with things like collagen right collagen i mean it's very cool yeah and it's also it's sort of non-toxic so you can you know you can use it and it's also moldable you know, one of the other so things you can kind is of cast it in different shapes. Yeah, a yeah. Bit. So you wanted to make something that's a bit more intricately structured. You can arguably use it. You can cast things using it because it's non-toxic. You put the cells in the gel first of
0: all, and then you add your calcium chloride. Have yeah, tried to take it out of seaweed? How easy is it to extract
2: from? No, seaweed? never
1: tried that. You we just, just you buy, buy it, it in a jar. Yeah, we right.
0: buy it in a jar. It's pretty straightforward. Very cool.
1: Have I got anything else? What's one else lo- last last one? there oh, here we go. You'll you'll like this one because this is like a. Oh, you're a chemist, and I know you like different elements. Oh, I love an element. And you like an element, you know, an unusual element. All oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So you're gonna change, challenge. You think, have you got have got. Steve's elements a or? chemist. I've got an element here. It's a metal. It's a metal. Yeah. Okay. Um. Let's see whether you can get. it. It's a metal,
0: but it's it's been formed. It's okay. So is it powdered or?
1: No, it's a solid lump. Yeah. Okay. That's right.
0: All right. What have I got here? There you go. All right. So next had so. Oh, okay. So it's been formed. It lo- also it looks like the inside of a what's it? They're all made p- sort of porous. Um, yeah, they've made porous, It looks like okay.
1: Um, I've got the, a bigger bit of it here as well, which has actually been fashioned into I'll an. Let implement. me have a
0: look at there that. you go. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, that's interesting. Mm,
1: what um, could it be, Steve? This is, this is an element. See, I'd expect you to know, Steve, because you're a chemist. <laughs> like, so, you're like chemists are the master of all elements.
0: We are. <laughs> Can I? How stable is this? Can I? i think well okay so this is going to be an implant so it's got to be kind of relatively non-toxic so i know things that are used in implants are things like um um i'm
1: having some more popping t- candy because um, i'm a fat bugger is oh, it like t- is eat. it titanium <laughs> titanium quite, is a great guess so it's light but i don't know whether you i've never seen titanium a is porous. a very expensive implant material which is used but it's something actually different it's um
0: um, all right, give me the area of the periodic table it's in. Is it in the main group. I
1: don't bloody know. I'm not an expert on that. Okay. Let me just look it up. So um, I'll look it up, and I'll give you a couple of clues.
0: So the, yeah, it's kind of it, it's quite solid. It feels like a, like a bracket that you might find in your car. If I told you <laughs> the atomic number, would you be able to get Probably, it? Probably. Yeah. You wouldn't. You won't. What is it? You think you'll be able to get it? if I'll give you the atomic number. Probably. Seriously,
1: I'm, yeah. Is that because you have to do that thing in your head? Goes hydrogen and helium and lithium and mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Do you go all the way up there? Carbon at the same time. Yeah. Lithium, beryllium, boron. Its carbon atomic much number much. is seventy-three.
0: Seventy-three. Okay, so that would put it. I can give you some other characteristics as well if you like. Yeah, go on then.
1: Melting point of three thousand and twenty degrees
0: Celsius. Um, so it'll mm. be on the first. <laughs>
1: It's a transition metal. I, was, I
0: know, I was about to say that. It's got to be. Uh, it's a it vanadium. Highly, vanadium. No. It's highly From. corrosion Fromium. resistant. No. Uh, scandium. No. Manganese. No. <laughs> zinc. No, it's not going to be zinc. No. Um, it's an
1: unusual one. I, I mean, I wouldn't have heard of it unless I knew what it was.
0: Um, m- molybdenum?
1: No. So i give you some applications. Yeah, go on then. Major uses is it is in um, production of ele- electronic components, capacitors, and some high-powered resistance,
0: resistors. Resistors. Uh, mm. I don't know.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's hard. You know, I wouldn't expect you me to be able to guess. So give me a bit, bit of paper. Animal. I could.
0: Uh, yeah, I. I'd, I'd, um, give you
1: give you a bit of paper. What yeah, you a bit of paper. Because
0: I could write out the periodic table. That's <laughs> off the top of my head. <laughs> <laughs> so it's in the main group, so it's got to be. Your b- brain so pre- is so massive it's pre-transhuman. Come here, about Piper. pipe I'll, <laughs> uh, i All
1: right, the whole periodic table, and then I'll be able to know from looking at the whole thing.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, here we go.
1: Here, this is an interesting one. Oh, you'll love this one, Steve. Right. Okay.
0: It's it's. Um, I hate when I get chemistry. It's completely wrong.
1: immune. It's, so it's completely immune to yeah. attack by regia it won't dissolve in aqua regia. Wow! At all. So it's not
0: gold, is what? We it's <laughs> not gold. <laughs> if we go back to the It will should.
1: dissolve in um, hydrofluoric acid.
0: Um, God, this is fun. I'm enjoying. It. I love. I love. Oh, I hate <laughs> not being able to know a chemistry <laughs> question. It's really annoying. <laughs> um. So
1: it's tantalum. Tantalum. I hope it's tantalum. After all that. Right. Okay. That's what I'm assured, and that's what it says on the side of my tube here. Wow. Okay. I don't think I've, ever, I've never held used. some tantalum.
0: Well, there you go, Steve. Yeah. That's my um, favourite one
1: so far, Nick. Thank you. Okay, I'll give you these. So tantalum, I, you know, I should have a little story about this, but it's, it's, um, people think they might be able to use it as a coating material for implants. Or actually, So basically doesn't. you're
0: saying that it doesn't react with the body very well. It's totally unreactive. So, so we can use it to kind of put it on the edge of implants, or we can build things. If you get a new hip or whatever, you could make it Yeah, so the reason... We re- use tantalum over titanium. These titanium as titanium. Yeah. This is not used
1: clinically, right? Yeah, this is R and D
0: type right. material. And what, what's the advantage of using tantalum over? Don't know. Okay.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look, I just I've just got it hanging around in the lab, Steve. I thought You're it'd like, be oh, fun to make you get. Cool. All right. Well, I got it's it wrong. Hugely... Again, <laughs> <laughs> oh. it's hugely unreactive, which obviously makes it makes a it, it's good. It, it may it may have better sort of bio, um, uh, you know, it, it can interact better with yeah. with bone, for instance. Um, I think some of these biomaterials they don't knit very well with the bone. I, I, I
0: know with titanium, one of the issues is it's very hard. So what happens is when you get someone that has, a, for instance, a knee replaced or a hip replaced, is that the, the bit that the, the, the um, titanium wears on the bone is that it wears the bone out, such yeah. that such that people quite often have to have a second hip replacement or a second knee replacement, yeah. uh, like ten years after the first, because it's basically wobbled around and much. So I suppose something that's kind of more compatible with the hardness of titanium, yeah. w- sorry, with the hardness of bone, would be you know conducive to a kind of longer um, Possibly,
1: uh, I mean, sometimes it's bad to have things which differ too much from the native bone. Yeah. So you get these areas of high stress in particular parts. Right. So that's not always a good
2: thing.
0: All right. Well, I got it wrong.
1: Okay. <laughs> I mean, it's. I'm just having a quick look here. I mean, it's. it's
0: Nick. Happy birthday, Steve. Thanks, Nick. One Happy year. birthday. Yeah.
1: So I had a quick look. I've been looking at um, who else's birthday is today. Oh, that's a good thing. Today. It's know. not not that many people that are born on the 12th of June. Um, Peter Such, the famous England cricketer. Yeah, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Not many people will. Robin, Swedish singer-songwriter. Oh, Robin, okay. Robin, her birthday Happy birthday, today. Robin.
0: So i had a also sure, she, sure she's a keen viewer <laughs> of the science shed.
1: I also thought, well, I'll have a look to see whether there's any famous scientists who are also born on the same day. Wouldn't that be an amazing scientist? coincidence? If a scientist was born on the What's same that? day. Yeah. It? Not really, because there's quite a lot of scientists <laughs> in the world so uh, i would i would guess roughly one in 365 yeah scientists. could you name
0: 365 scientists and you're a scientist
1: um could i name well i think i'll have to spend quite a long time trying yeah. to do it so um the one that stood out for me there's a number would be
0: good of, if it was De
1: Hevesy, because we've spoken about him <laughs> oh, a couple yeah, of no, times unfortunately not oh. i wished it was there's several of them that i found the one that's the most interesting i think there's well there's a chap, a chap called bert sackman he invented he got the Nobel prize in 1991 and he invented patch clamping. Have you heard ah, of patch clamping? Of course, electrophysiology. Exactly. So you yeah. get a tiny little electrode, you stick
0: on the side of a cell, and you it's can measure. A, it's, a glass, it's a little glass pipette, basically. Tiny, yeah. Yeah, about a micron amateur. Make it with see. your mouth, I think people do. You do anymore. patch not clamping. Anymore. We can do it. We, with is, your we have a CO2 puller. to Do make you? patch Oh, uh, okay. No. So you,
1: do you do patch clamping? We
0: do, yeah. Oh, I remember you showing me some stuff about yeah. scanning ion conductors. No, we actually do patch clamping now. I've got a proper patch clamping rig. Who's doing that, then? A guy in my lab called you. You don't. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it's like you know, sometimes you just like, I'm just not even going to say that. His name's John, all right? His name's John. John,
1: all right. Hello, John. But anyway, so he does patch clamping. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, yeah, we
0: do patch clamping. We're not where well, he does it. I don't know what we can tell it. him that the guy who
1: invented that shares his birthday yeah, with the, the, the science. science shed. Shed.
0: I will, I'm sure he'd be very interested. Yeah, how so does he... how do, there's a good question. How does your lab like see the podcast? No, you I, mean? have, I think I'm like. An I don't tell them about it. They know about it, Nick. I guarantee <laughs> it. <laughs> I try not to talk about it too much. So do I. But I kind like I feel like I kind of embarrass them a little bit. Well,
1: I'm, I'm not here. surprised. <laughs> you are sitting there in a blood black t shirt <laughs> with a headband on your head. <laughs>
0: Wouldn't my parents be proud of me <laughs> now?
1: Oh my goodness! What's the matter? Okay, right. The chap, another guy called Fritz Lip Fritz Lipman, he discovered coenzyme A. All uh,
0: right, I don't so know So
1: he those. he co won it with Hans Krebs. Oh, of he the, Krebs got the cycle. Noble, exactly. Got the hmm. Nobel Prize, much not not quite as well known. <laughs> don't know whether that's deserved or not, but yeah, another guy. But the the one who stood up was a chap called Sir Oliver Joseph Lodge, who I've come across
0: before. Oliver Joseph Lodge. Don't know that.
1: No, he's not well known. Um, he was a big figure in the en- end of the nineteenth century. Okay. In electromagnetic radiation. Okay. So basically, electromagnetic radiation. Yeah. Do you. It was predicted before it was discovered. I didn't know that, no. Okay, so Faraday, Michael Faraday. Uh, oh, no, sorry, not Faraday. James Clark Maxwell. Right. You've heard oh, about him. Oh, the Maxwell's equations. But well, people knew what the
0: speed of light was yeah. and everything before it. And based on Faraday's work and his own work, he isn't kind that, of... isn't just. A, I'm just going to take a moment to appreciate Maxwell's equations for a second, right? There's four equations <laughs> that describe all of electricity and all of magnetism. Yeah. He nailed that. It's pretty incredible. Imagine isn't that, it? just like, like like I try so hard at work, and we <laughs> we, get, we achieve so little, and then he just boshed that out. Bam! All of electricity and all of magnetism. I'm going to the pub. Yeah, well, people didn't know what it really. People hadn't detected them before. No.
1: Before then, people knew. About light traveling, and yeah. they assumed that was an electromagnetic wave, but they weren't able to properly detect evidence for it. Yeah. So he spent a lot of time designing apparatus to try and detect um, elect- electromagnetic radiation. Yeah. It's quite a sort of moderately in- moderately interesting story. Right. Gone in. <laughs> well, he was trying to um, he was trying to show that he could he could detect them, and he built these big rigs, a massive parallel metal. Um, Uh, wires, basically. Right. And he he started to see these things like a spark would only jump across at a particular frequency with which he charged um, his Leiden jars. So they were working with with old way static electricity generation. It's the best way to generate really, really high voltages. Yeah. Um, And basically he inferred that there were wavelengths associated with it. So he was basically discovering radio waves Uh before anyone else had discovered them. Do you know what he did then? Uh, No. Well, you could argue he should have like Written it up, published should have it. Patented it yeah. You know what he did instead? He sat on it for ten years. I ah, buggered off on holiday. Went <sighs> went on a walking holiday oh, for a month, and then another guy. You may have heard of this guy. A guy called Hertz. Have you heard of? Yeah, Hertz? I have heard of Hertz. <laughs> yeah, he published it in the oh, meantime.
0: Shit. Yeah, so he's he's the guy who got he got. So this is why we should never go on holiday, Nick. We he should was, always. We should he was always be. He was totally cool about it. Like he he Hertz was, not, was.
1: Yeah, he never he never felt any rancor. He was totally like. Nice to hurts Well, because like science, it doesn't matter as long. As the
0: science was the winner. He sounds
1: like he was like a those gentleman scientist who just didn't, who had a fairly affable, well, kind of a, quite a weird personality as well, actually, which I'll tell right. you about in a minute. But um, yeah, the other thing about him is it's quite interesting. Have you heard? Well, first of all, one one other kind of quite prosaic thing. He um, he first um, designed something called a coherer. Have you heard of coherer? Never heard of that. It's basically two electrodes in a tube with some iron filings in it. Right, and what does it do? Um basically when, when you get a wave, some kind of electromagnetic wave of a yeah. particular wavelength, the filings will sort of line up and complete a circuit. Oh, okay. So it's a way of detecting it's basically a way of detecting um electromagnetic, electromagnetic radiation. radiation radiation. Very early okay. device. I'm I'm no expert on it. Later on, he um he uh he also became mates with Sir Arthur Conan Doyle. Heard of Arthur Arthur Conan I Doyle? Have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do you know
0: who he was? <laughs> So he wrote uh, Sherlock Holmes
1: yeah absolutely he wrote Sherlock Holmes what, yeah. do you remember so Sir Arthur Conan was famous for Sherlock Holmes do you know yeah. what he was like into in his spare
0: time well, like, maybe, is this suitable for the podcast Nick it's a bit, a bit, <laughs> sexy, a bit <laughs> it wasn't
1: some dodgy Victorian okay. naughty thing they were
0: <laughs> yeah okay uh, no I don't what were Are they talking about slapping dick or? <laughs> <laughs> naughty Victorian <laughs> yeah with like sticks like yeah no
1: Cool. Right. So, uh, he was interested he was mad and keen on spiritualism so I, I didn't know that Oliver Lodge was mad keen on spiritualism as well right, right? and he was totally nuts, nut, nutted you know he was really into it and he thought the ether this idea of the ether that's where the spirit world was well, that kind of makes sense you can and see he, yeah cause people didn't understand it yeah so he tried it's like dark matter today I
0: think that's where God is right dark energy. Yeah, dark do energy. Do you know no, how much not, I don't mean that seriously, but some people no. might. But do you know how much? Okay, this is this is a side track. But do you know what, this, but you know they keep revising up the uh, the um amount they think the universe is made up of dark energy. Like it keeps going up and up and up.
1: I reckon they're missing something. That's my thing. Do you, know, do you thing. know what
0: it is at the moment? What? 95% <laughs> of all of the universe we have no idea what it is. <laughs> Isn't that nuts? It is totally insane. Like when it first came maybe out. Maybe like, that is
1: like maybe if maybe if Sir Oliver Lodge was around today uh, and and Conan Doyle, they'd be like that. That's where they'd be like trying to communicate right. with the dark matter. Mm. But that's what they were doing. So like the ether then is yeah. kind of the equivalent of the dark
2: matter
0: today. Absolutely. Yeah. So it's
1: kind of weird the power. The ether got just abolished so because just you don't need it because we figured it out. Yeah. 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 But the point so is, maybe we knew, there's we something about there dark matter. And that's exactly we don't as, understand. That's
0: yeah. exactly the point of dark dark energy and dark matter. It fills a hole. Exactly, we know it's there, we haven't figured out what we it use is. It, yet. yeah, exactly, to predict
1: things. You yeah. put it there to make the equations work. Exactly. Anyway, this guy who we share a birthday with, yeah. oh, I'm really glad I share a birthday with him There, he's yeah. quite an interesting guy. He He's interesting in spiritual, so he had a son who tragically died in the First World War, Okay. called Raymond, and he loved this son very much, apparently. That's, that's not an unusual. That's he used crazy. to communicate with him, he wrote treaties on it. So he was a well-respected scientist, but he also wrote these long treaties
0: on his son and how he'd communicated with him. Oh, sorry, he wrote them, just like, published them about wrote, how to course. communicate with one son, basically. Is that, yeah, basically, what you mean? he wrote... It's yeah, like a how-to for kind of emotionally repressed Victorian men. Well, <laughs> not Victorian.
1: Well, I think you've got, to be, you've got to be kind to the guy because he'd lost his son and he was trying to sort of make sense of it, probably, and he yeah. thought he was communicating with him. And his son, he said he used to talk to his son and his son would tell him that in the afterlife it was quite similar. Oh, But there was sorry, no disease been... and, um, you know, they were given out free cigarettes and whiskey, <laughs> And the fact that they were giving oh, out free I'm going, the, let's go right now. The, but the free, free booze, the free cigarettes and whiskey, um, actually made that was a problem for the church. <laughs> so he <laughs> fell out with the church. <laughs> it would have been fine the spiritualism stuff, you know, they could live they would with have, that. They would have loved the it. fact that God was giving out free booze. cigarettes and whiskey that didn't work. That's amazing. Yeah, he's an interesting guy, and apparently this book he published a book called Raymond, yeah. which was about his studies with Sir Arthur Conan Doyle on um spiritualism. Wow. Serious guy. Yeah. Working on spiritualism, working with mediums. Yeah. Um that was a, a massive selling book. It was in print for decades apparently. So I haven't read it yet, but I might go
0: out and read it now. Totally gotta to go and buy it. Let's <laughs> go and get it right now. Yeah. Where did that come from?
1: It's my phone. Oh,
0: such a professional <laughs> Nick Steve, that was it, That's Are we done? our first year anniversary special, so we, we even waved at the listen no, the hello, listen- hello. Do you hope' we're glad you we hope you enjoy the shed yeah and you hope you enjoy our kind of uh, intro that Nick and I uh shot uh two weekends ago at yeah. his, at his uh, house um, and um hopefully you've enjoyed the the, the first birthday I hope I'll, so. imagine what we'll have to do for the second birthday. Oh Nick. God,
1: do you reckon we'll get to two years who knows i think infant mortality is very high in the world of podcasts <laughs> but let's try and keep it alive we'll keep yeah. it going we've got various we've got antibiotics these days we'll be fine you can use those so i think we're gonna try I could regenerate what's coming for the
0: what's coming for the science shed in the in the in the in the year to, to come have we got any big plans for it um anything new no <laughs> it's more of the same <laughs> I don't know, Steve. Have you
1: got anything, any answers? I do We've
0: got a couple, couple of things we're that going maybe get some a, guests. There's a fly in.
1: Just ignore it, Steve.
0: Sorry. Um, yeah, we've uh, we're going to get some guests in the okay. shed. We're going to have a few more of those. I think so. Yeah. Um, but really, we're just kind of interested. I think definitely the best bit is if we can engage more with, with you guys. So if if anyone's kind of listening or, or watching the Science Shed for this particular anniversary special uh, and wants to kind of interact with us more, please do. Now we've got merchandise, as Nick can attest. Um uh please get in touch. Uh, I'm uh Steve the chemist on Twitter. And I'm at the Evans
1: Lab on um, Twitter.
0: And we'll keep uh doing this. Yeah uh, and hopefully um you'll keep watching it, maybe.
1: Absolutely. <laughs> Have a good one. See you soon.
0: Bye.
2: Bye. <coughs> <coughs> you can't laugh, mate. <laughs>
1: Bunsen! Föller! Internal! Why do we need? No.
2: Petri? Oscar! Bain. Isaac! Newton! Transplanting!